genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one big gross spider at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 134, which starts with Frodo turning around to see what is about to attack him and ends with Frodo stuck in a web. Just hanging there in the middle of this cave. Just vibing. Not a vibe. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I don't like this. So there's no, uh, fun fact, no digital webbing here. He's on, he's on bungee cords at the end of this minute. And there's no, there's no webs added in, in post for more effect. That's really how many webs they had dressed on the set. Wow. And then he's just, he's just hanging there bouncing. Like I said a couple minutes ago, it is very impressive. However, I hate it. It's very gross. (laughs) It's so gross. As as I said yesterday, this is my nightmare because I hate the feeling of webbing on me. <sighs> it is the worst. Especially when you're not sure where it came from, as stumbling around in the dark would be. Ew. Ew. No. So yeah. He uh he holds up the light to Shelob. She shies away from it some. She's not really she's not really feeling it. Well, yeah. And then when he to her, and then when he runs, she gives chase. We get that really gross close up on her face as she comes right at the camera, Mm -hmm. where she monches the camera. Yeah, where she like monches the camera. Do we want to talk about this spider design? How do we feel about it? Uh, I think it's effective for what it's going for. Yeah, it it's it's gross. It's monstrous. It's this this big lumbering thing. It feels like the kind of spider that would live underground. As opposed to like in a tree, like it's not a, it's not a, it's not a web weaving spider as like in like trying to catch things out in the open. Yeah. Uh, this is based on not a, the design of Shelob mostly by Christian Rivers is designed on a tunnel web spider, which is different from the Sydney funnel web spider. A tunnel web is a different kind of spider that's smaller, like lives in gardens and stuff underground, I guess. Um, and when they were doing design work for Shelob. Christian Rivers, who is also terrified of spiders, uh, apparently caught one in his backyard and had it in a jar in front of him when he was doing sketches for Shelob. I thought that they like mixed it up, that it wasn't based on just one spider in particular. It was like a hybrid of yeah, I it, it is spidery. Um, it, its base is apparently this this tunnel web spider, this garden spider in in New Zealand. Ah. Uh, um. Because it looks to me like a like a tarantula almost. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what those kinds of spiders kind of look like, the ground spiders. But tarantulas don't make webs. No, they don't. They're too big. I also don't like tarantulas. You think they're cute? I I like tarantulas. They are cute. They're fuzzy. No, 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 no. They no. like to be pet. I don't care. They purr. You know what? No. They make little noises of excitement. I don't or yeah, threat. No, I'm good. But um, yeah, this the Shelob is largely designed after this tunnel web spider that Christian Rivers wrangled one and brought into the office. 
Ew. Even though he also is apparently just terrified of spiders, he hates them. So that's that's the the story of the designer she loved. They gave her like a scar on one side of her face and just made her look wet yeah. and gross. I think we see we get a better glimpse of her face when Sam is fighting her on the like outside. Yeah, we we definitely get some clearer looks at her outside because yeah. there's like actual light, but. Uh, for what we see inside the tunnel, I think this is really effective for what they were going for because this feels like a movie monster. Monster. I um, I wish her legs were a little more spindly, if that makes sense. Like yeah. they um, there's like a weight to them that I think makes me think tarantula instead of like a garden spider. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how big the tunnel web is. Uh, fairly big, a few if inches, it... I think. Oh no. Oh God. So... Not like. Not like a garden spider in 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 New England or or like the yeah, Southwest. Yeah. Not like a not like a barn spider, which is you know at most its body's like the size of a well, quarter. Well, like I always pictured Shelob as more of like a Charlotte's like a Black Widow. Yeah, I don't with like the big abdomen and the the spindly legs. Right. So I guess like talking about the design of this Shelob, do we do we do we want to talk about Shadow of War Shelob? <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, yeah, I've been waiting to talk about Sexy so, Shelob for the entirety of... Well, since I found out, really. <laughs> so, for, we've mentioned it, but for those, like, not really in the know, if you, if you I've, haven't I mean, seen I've, it... I mean, I've never played this game before. We watched all the cutscenes, all, yeah. like, 30 minutes of it or whatever. Yeah, we, we watched all the cutscenes that involve Shelob in some way. Um, So, first thing... The first thing is, like, the kind of... I want to talk about the, the design of the spider of Shelob in the spider version of Shelob in Shadow of War, because there's a non-spider version. Uh, she's like an orb weaver spider. She's got like a broad, flat face and a broad, flat body and long, spindly legs. She looks like a web-weaving spider, which is like just totally the opposite direction they went with for the design of these movies. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, it's good to to give yourself some distance. Like, the Ringwraith designs in those games, in that game is when also... When did that come out? 2017. Because it's a sequel, right? It's a sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Okay. Which came out uh twenty twelve, I was, think. Was Shelob in that one? No. No. Okay. Uh Shelob was only in is only in Shadow of War. So they they made a strong decision to also design her spider form very differently from this game, the or from this movie. The ring rates in Shadow of War all have like really unique designs as opposed to all looking the same. How did they even get those made? Like there's no way the Tolkien estate would have signed off on that. Yeah, no, it's officially licensed. Oh, for real? Yeah, those are officially licensed games. The Tolkien estate signed off on them being made. Weird. But they're like 100% non-canon. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> uh, but the way that Shadow of, Shadow of War ends, it like ties off the loose ends in a way that you can just kind of ignore it. That's weird and funny. Um, because the, the main, the guy that you play, spoilers for Shadow of War, I guess, my understanding is at the end, the guy you play becomes one of the nine because he's consumed by a ring, the Isildur's ring wraith ring that he put on. See, okay. The, the sentence that you just said, like, doesn't even make any sense in the context. Cause, cause Caliburnbor is possessing this, this ranger. <laughs> context like there's as much context as i can give having not played the game and only watched oh cutscenes. my god so like caliburnbor is possessing the body of a ranger of gondor whose like throat was slit and he was dying on the battlefield and caliburnbor possessed him uh as as a ghost of one of an elf does yeah as a ghost of an elf does uh 
There's also a second ring that was forged by Calabrimbor, and I think in Talion's body, I don't remember if it, I don't know if it was forged before the game or if it's forged at the beginning of the game by you after Calabrimbor possesses you. Um, That's silly. Makes the second ring of power that glows blue instead of red <laughs> uh, to show that it's good because it's a blue light. Uh, but it's still a ring whose power is rooted in the ability to dominate the will of others. Because you, like, mind control orcs and get them to do what you want and grow your army. Well, you're possessing a dude to make it, so, like... Yeah. So, that's the thing. Calibrimor turns out to be the bad guy because he wants to just replace Sauron and then bring order to Middle-earth his way instead. Okay. So, whatever. She love doesn't want that to happen. Because she just, she sees it as the worst of the two possible outcomes, given everything that's going on. Um, so she acts as an Oracle character in that game, guiding you down the path of stopping Celebrimbor, because ultimately she sees Sauron's going to be defeated anyway, but not, but Celebrimbor wouldn't be. So she needs to make sure Celebrimbor doesn't take over. That's my understanding of what's going on. Okay. Also, she's got beef with Sauron, I guess, because like they were lovers and he told her to screw off <laughs> that's it so it seems uh, so whatever before before he was sauron but uh, while well, he was still in the pretty guys yeah yeah um of of anatar or whatever oh so uh side note i guess so sauron in that game is voiced by steve bloom who is the voice of a whole bunch of like iconic anime characters from dubs across my life including um the, the coolest bad guy in Roni Kenshin, Mukoto Shishio, the main character of Cowboy Bebop, Spike Spiegel, um, one of the main characters of Samurai Champloo. Your weeb is showing, babe. Yeah. Steve Bloom's <laughs> done uh, the bad guy in Wolf's Rain, um, Count Count Darsha. Um, he's done a whole bunch of like, a whole bunch of anime voices. His best voice acting roles are like pretty much always villains. So like, it's cool. He's like, yeah, he's Sauron. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Um... But the the voice of of Shelob is sounds like someone trying to sound a little bit like Kate Blanchett to me, because they're playing the role of Galadriel in this person's story. Yeah, like um, like dark Galadriel. Yeah. So her. I'm into her dress. Yeah, uh, she's got. It's like a. It's like a Greek oracle dress, but it's black. Right. Uh, because she's like a sexy, dark-haired, pale-skinned woman living in a cave. <laughs> So, and she, she like gives visions to the main character of the game to guide him on his way to making Why sure Caliburn does she... doesn't succeed. But like, okay, ostensibly she would still have these visions, even if she looked like a badass spider monster. So like, why would you even, um, <laughs> just so like. I, I looked. I looked into this when we first find out about this. Can you imagine being in the meeting, like <laughs> the meeting for like pitching this movie? And they're like, "Okay, how do we how do we make a sequel to this game that we made?" And they're like, "One of them's just like, what if we made? Hang on, like, hold on a second. But what if we made Shelob sexy? Yeah, what, what if we made Shelob sexy and like look like look like a woman, like a woman person? <laughs> just stay with me." Stay with me, like, like evil, evil Gladriel. Like, like, stay, stay with me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, like, I looked into this when we first we, found out about it. We need a sexy dark oracle, like a Gladriel counterpart for our grim dark yeah, game. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. 
What if she's the spider? What if she? <laughs> I looked into this when we first found out about it, and I read some stuff. And some of the <laughs> so there's an amount of there there's an amount of the logic of like their explanation for this that makes some sense to me. So the the idea being that the kind of thing that Shelob must be like cosmologically in Tolkien's universe is the same as Sauron is comparable to a Maiar. All right. So and explicitly Maiar are shapeshifters for the most part. So like so so that's where some of this is born from. At least that's their explanation. Gandalf for it. doesn't shift shape. I mean he does. He his hair gets whiter. Like <laughs> he comes back stronger. Yeah, I guess. Um like I don't know. Saruman changes his outer form slightly to become Saruman the many colored. But that's his that's his cloak. Like does but, that but mean they're, but the the cloaks of the wizards Does that mean that's a part of them? Like it's weird skin? Because that's horrifying. Well the color is a reflect the color they wear is a reflection of who they are and they can only yeah, change the like color. Hierarchy or they can only change their color if their being changes. That's some really like intelligent cloth. Right? That's well, an expression of their magic. So that's the whole that's the whole point of Saruman having cloaked himself in white, but really having become the many colored. Um so yeah, so that's that's part of their reasoning for this is Ungoliant was a being of comparable power to the Valar, but separate from them. Yeah. And Shelob is a direct descendant of that power. So Shelob should be more magical than she seems to be in the book. But that's like part of their that's part of their rationale. But Maiar aren't like the children or the descendants of the Valar. They're just lesser angels. Which in theory would mean that um un- that Shelob may in fact be more powerful than a Maiar. Because Ungoliant was comparable. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't we um isn't there um we talked about this in the Silmarillion. There's like a love story. Like it's very brief. There's like a love story between a Maiar and an elf, right? Um, and that's where Luthien comes from. Yeah, because she's half Maiar. Yeah. Yeah. So like. So there is there's just a tiny bit of Maiar blood in Aragorn as well. Yeah. So like. That's weird. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't that make. I I would argue that Shelob is less powerful than the Maiar because the Maiar and the Valar are like cut from the same cloth, as it were. They're just like lesser. Right, but the the being that Ungoliant was, yeah, uh, was more powerful than Melkor, and Melkor was one of the Valar and Uh, counted among their most powerful. So even if the power gets like, so like loses its concentration over time, right? So part of the thing is that Shelob should be a considerably more powerful creature than she at first appears to be in Return of the King. And I can I can jive with that to a certain extent because of what Ungoliant seems to be. Because of how powerful Ungoliant was. Yeah, but like And I having mean, only become more powerful after consuming I mean, the light even, of the Valor. But like even if um even if because it's not explicitly stated that Shelob is a direct descendant of Ungoliant either. Like they refer well, to her. Well, she's called the, the no, last right. daughter. They, yeah, they refer to her as the last daughter, but like all sons or all all dwarves are like quote unquote the sons of Doran. So like, right? They're not. You know what? You know right. what I mean? She... I, I believe too. She's the only. I think it, you're told in the appendices or it's explained somewhere else that Shelob is actually the only giant spider still in Middle Earth who can trace that traces her blood to Ungoliant. 
the rest of them are all different kinds of monster spiders. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, like Aragorn's the the heir to of uh, uh, Isildur's heir, but like Isildur's not his dad. Right. Yeah. Like I, she's the last daughter of Ungoliant. That doesn't mean Ungoliant is she right, like, like was spawned like, from it. Right. Her. I, right. I mean, they're going like in that in that game, they're going with a more like literal interpretation of that title. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm fine with whatever. It's not oh canon. My God. It's interesting. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, I think I think some of what is done with her in that game is cool. It's weird that they're just like we just want to use a character that exists to do this. I'm just hung up on the fact that they're just like okay, yeah. Because we were talking about this off mic, like um, a couple of minutes ago, we were talking about how she like um, Shelob is like the one I non idealized uh, woman, right? And then like look what they did. <laughs> yeah. Look how they massacred my boy. Like, you know? <laughs> right. They turn her into this dark haired, pale skinned, just beautiful, beautiful woman. I just. Who likes to whisper the word dominate in okay. the main character's they turned ear. Her, they turned her into a, a goth GF, which is like. Part of me is like, cool. <laughs> the rest of me is like, why? Why? Why would you do this? <laughs> Because the character model is, like, really hot. But, like, also, why? Yeah. It's... <laughs> to me, it was, like, I still keep I still keep going back to the idea of pitching that. Right. Who's, who? What individual's idea was this? You gotta, you gotta sell everybody else on it. Right. Yeah, but these they're they're Let's official. Let's give the horrifying spider monster boobs and a flowing dress. Yeah, <laughs> and then in a in a hidden cutscene, you have to unlock by doing things a certain way. We can see her transform into the spider. Like, yeah, in, okay. In between so so in in the canon of that game, though, then she only becomes the spider because she is up like betrayed she... by Sauron. What and flies into a rage? What what like? That doesn't make any sense. Get to see her claw through and bite the necks out of a bunch of soldiers. She just goes feral because her boyfriend dumped her? Like Betrayed her. I It's very silly. It is very silly. It's very silly. I've been waiting so long to talk about sexy Shelob. The Dark Oracle <laughs> Shelob. She like gives visions of the destruction and re like renaming of Minas Ithil to the main character. Yeah. What is the point of, if they have a Palantir, what is the point of him crawling into her lair and being like, hey, baby, give me some visions of the future? Like, you literally have a Palantir. You can can keep an eye on other things. You can't see the future with a Palantir. Whatever. She can see the future. She knows how Sauron will meet his end already. What do you mean you can't see the future with a Palantir? Denethor does. No, he doesn't. He just sees things that Sauron will show him. Are you sure? Yeah, he doesn't see the future with it. You can't see the future with a Palantir. Only Gladriel can see the future. But it's a literal crystal ball. Yeah, crystal balls only show you faraway places. What? No. It's not it's not the mirror of Gladriel. The Palantir a doesn't show you things that are things that, that were and things that will be. A divination device. There we go. Divination's the study of or not study, but like that's the subset of magic that's like prophecy and sh- and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't the Palantir don't see the future. They only they're they're seeing stones. They're linked to each other and can view the world. Huh. They're like like Google Earth. Google Earth. But in real time. 
Oh my god. Google Middle Earth, as it were. <laughs> oh no. Can you imagine if they little white bands driving around in Mordor? So like taking okay. pictures of everything. If if we view those games as canon, they're not. But like if we take this this lore of Shelob, this idea that she was a very powerful uh being that like a humanoid being and then just became this this spider monster over time do you think that now because that was like thousands of years ago right when does uh, sauron's already in power so like that, that when... game takes place after the end of the second age during the rise to power the return to power of sauron in the third age in the third age well yeah we're in year like what three thousand something in the third age yeah we're almost at the end yeah 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 yeah. so like yeah still thousands of years ago uh Uh, it takes place whenever minas ithil was was conquered i don't remember it was it's uh i don't know how long ago minas ithil was turned into minas mortal Hmm. without without looking it up in a timeline that's a good thing to know because that's when that game takes place okay so when did minas mortal become minas mortal that's the question of the hour the Nazgul, led by the Witch King of Angmar, the most recent Soren's minions, returned to Mordor in 1980. 19... Yeah, Third Age, 1980. 1980, can you imagine? Nice. Prepare... <laughs> Wonder Woman, 1980. <laughs> Witch King, 1984. <laughs> uh, to prepare for Sauron's return, soon Mordor started to attack and conquer parts of Gondor in Second in Third Age 2000. The forces of the Nine Nazgul laid siege to Minas Ithil. Third Age 2002, after a long siege, the city fell and was turned into Minas Mordor. So about a one thousand years ago one thousand and seventeen years ago or whatever okay so yeah so over the course of the last thousand years do you think uh this hungry spider monster has just forgotten or because she's been corrupted by her by her hate by her i don't know her rage yeah maybe or do you think she just occasionally just pops in it's just like hey what's up just like in her like robes and stuff yeah i mean in the in the movie we don't ever see shelob dead she just slinks away wounded yeah well we'll talk about that we'll talk about that yeah also okay so frodo talk to talk about the minute now um frodo ew 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 is that a dog i don't know they don't identify all the animals hanging in the webbing that is a four-legged beastie. Right? Could be a wolf. There's something that looks like a chipmunk. It looks like a a sheep. I don't know what that is. That's There's like a humanoid body hanging there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scary. Yeah, look, like what a, is that? Uh it's small. It looks like a it looks like a weasel or something. <laughs> a weasel. <laughs> it's it's smaller than Frodo. Yeah, that's true. That's why I was like, is that a dog? It's that's like a horrible. Lot smaller than Frodo. I hope that's not taxidermy. That's ugh. It um, probably is. Yeah, we're talking about uh one of the there's three um hanging gross things. Four maybe. Three that I can see. Uh like ten seconds before the end of the minute when Frodo's running and he runs into the web face first. Yep. Um so he slithers down this hole that Shelob doesn't fit through, but how like is it just like a convenient space that she can't fit through or did she used to be able to fit through it? And that's why there's so much webbing down here. Or is it like a shortcut? 
I mean, there's just going to be natural erosion and holes over time in places. So if there's multiple walls and snaking places, eventually yeah. there's going to be holes. So it's just a shortcut then? Yeah, just some Frodo can fit through there. She can. She like yeah. shoves her head in. Right, and right. She's just like, mm, that's launch, what, but, launch, and then runs away. The but other that's side. what I'm saying. Like the other side of this shortcut is also infested with these webs. But it's also probably open and she can get there. That's true. So she has to like turn around she, yeah, and Yeah, she go just has back. to go around yeah. the other side. Ew. This is gross. There are places that she has to like squeeze through because you can see some of the places of her like running around. Her abdomen scrapes on the walls and yeah. some of the cave and stuff. It's gross. Yeah. No me gusta. She too big for this place. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we we got here. We got to <laughs> we finally talked about Dark Oracle. She Dude, yeah, that's like a milestone. <laughs> It's so weird because okay, I remember you telling me that like two years ago. You're like, yeah, they made they made Shelob into a sexy lady for one of these video games, and I was like, what? They sure did. It did not disappoint. <laughs> right, we just sat down and watched thirty minutes cutscenes. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like she take she takes the ring that they made from them, and she has it for a little while for a while in the game. Yeah, and she gives it back. Two rings of power. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, Celebrimbor knows how to make them, so he made, one, he made another one. Whatever. He made the elven ones. He, yeah, he for, I know. He, but he, the he elven had a hand ones... in forging all of them except for the ring of power. Right, but the elven one, like, that's what makes the ring of power so powerful, I guess. It's because Celebrimbor is not but a humble elf, and, and Sauron's like a Maiar. <laughs> right. Then Celebrimbor... I mean, I know elves had more power and magic in the, what, second age, but at the same time, like, the One Ring is so powerful and scary because, like, he, because, like, Kelly Brimbor, like, he was just like, hey, I'll show you how to make these really cool things that I just figured out. And Sauron's like, heck yeah. And then he, like, turned it. Well, with... Sauron taught him. Oh, did he? Yeah, Sauron shows Celebrimbor how to make the Rings of Power. Oh, the first, I have that the, the first 16 are made under Sauron's supervision in a process Sauron shows Celebrimbor. That's my understanding. And then the three are made without Sauron's knowledge. He assumes that he didn't know that the Elven Rings were made until, um, until some later date. Uh, he, he discovers them somehow. But because he's never fully perceived them, he can't control them. Because if he ever fully perceives them, because they are still rings of power made with a process he understood intimately, he could control them. But that that's why the elves hide. That's, that's fair. That's why Galadriel okay. and Elrond and Curdan hid. Well, yeah, but still, like, okay. So those elven rings were made with the process that Sauron taught him. However, they're not imbued with his magic. He is, like, a being of pure magic and, like, also malice. So, like, that's why his ring is so scary. Right. Well, Celebrimbor... Like Celebrimbor in the time since his his death and uh, his wraithening, really. His wraithening. His wraithening uh, has also become like a being of pure... The ghostening. Like, like a, 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 a spirit whose singular goal is like vengeance. And so that... Is that why the, he and Shelob hang out? And so the expression of that has became this second ring of power that he forged for that end. And because he knows how he knows how all the other ones were made... And he understands that the one ring was made to dominate the others. He can make a ring to dominate 
the wills of others like that ring can because he knows how to make a ring of power. I think the thing that cracked me up the most about those Shelob cutscenes were the fact that she whispered dominate not once but like three times. Right. <laughs> like le- pulls him close, leans in his ear. Do you to also dominate? wish to dominate? <laughs> Just, oh god. It's the best. And just keeps giving side eye to it's, this ghostly caliber. It's more. ridiculous. I um, I don't know if I'd have the patience to play through a game like that. And then there's this like elvish assassin woman that works for Galadriel. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's um, it's silly. Yep, it's super silly. Just let let the monsters be monstrous. Right. <laughs> no, they gotta. They gotta, they gotta be able to take on a sexy vision visage from time she to just time. Like, she like pokes one of her... What are the weird legs called? The pedipalps? Uh, I think Is well, that what that's called? Yeah, on the on the face? Yeah. Yeah, I think she so. Just, she just like pokes his face with one of her weird pedipalps as like a giant spider. <laughs> and she... Yeah. <laughs> just, oh god. <laughs> Take, well, takes takes humanoid guys because it's easier to trust something that looks like you, I think is also the reasoning for her doing that game-wise. I don't know, man. Well, it, it is easier to trust something to make that looks like you. Spider sexy. They, they made a they, they took a spider and they made it sexy. Why didn't they just make her like a drider? I, I don't know. That would have been rad. Like, always see her from the waist up for a while in the game. And yeah, then, like, and then the reveal. And she rear, rears up and reveals the whole spider body. Yeah, yeah that would have been yeah, sick. Yeah. That's like a centaur, but like a human body or human yeah, yeah, head, human, spider. human front half and a spider back half. Yeah, there's a. For those who don't play D&D. Right. <laughs> um, there's a, there's another spider centaur style monster in uh, Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. I think it's called a, a Losk with two L's and an SK at the end. Uh, and it's like a like a, a centaur with a spider bottom, but the top half is gorilla. What? That's crazy. It's like the torso and like upper half of a gorilla, and then a tarantula body. No, 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 no. That's scary. And they're not evil. I think they're neutral good. That's still scary though. They're just these gentle spider gorillas that take care of the forest. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think they should have compromised and just just made her right? into a spider Drider. centaur. Yeah. The the term drider is drow spider shoved together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. That's, that's why I said spider centaur. Yeah. Spytar. <laughs> but yeah. I I, I agree. <laughs> that would have been better. Because you still could have done all the like I do the like misty, her, swirly stuff. I do like her dress though. Right? Like I think that the the design of of sexy she love is is fine. <laughs> like this this looks like an untrustworthy oracle, which is like what they're going for. Yeah. So that's cool. But then she turns out to just you know be spitting the truth the whole time. Whatever. Looks can be deceiving. Spitting the truth. Yeah. She. I. I one of the first things she says in a cutscene is, "I'm she love. I deliver. I I I deal only in truth." And the truth of the matter is, she's going to have Frodo for dinner. Right. Um, and um. um. <laughs> I don't like the close-up on her little teeth. They're not teeth. Oh, the, the, whatever the they fangs. Are. Yeah, nope. 
Don't when like that. When she like launches the camera. Yeah. She's a weird upside down triangle shape or like a triangle shaped mouth. Ew, I don't like it. It's weird. It's got like one fang up top and then two on the bottom. Yeah. Nope. I'm it good. Is. It's very strange. It almost looks like an octopus mouth. I don't octopus. Octopi have beaks. Yeah. yeah, but it has like that same kind of feel to it. The way it's peeled or no, back around squid, the fangs. Squid have beaks? Yeah, octopus have beaks too. Oh. I don't know. They gotta crack open the stuff they eat. Dude, all the stuff that lives under the water is scary. <laughs> Damn nature, you scary. I know. But anyway, <laughs> we're from the website Dueling Genre, but if you want to continue these discussions about uh, Dark Oracle Shelob, oh you can God. head to the Facebook listener group, the Fellowship of the Mic. Uh, we, we try to keep it active in there. Most of the members are pretty good about that. Uh, so yeah, you can continue the discussions there if there's anything you want to say about the Shadow of War have you game. Played, have yeah, you played have, it? Have you played them? Like, is, I, it's, it's got a lot of good reviews. I've heard the game's really good. Is the gameplay legit? Like... Right? Like, I don't think my computer will run it. So yeah, but, the graphics look cool, right? Right, the cutscenes we found. I don't think the graphics. I don't have the. the I don't have the patience to play through really long form video games like that. I think I'm also really bad. How many bad hours at... have you put on Animal Crossing? Okay, Animal Crossing is different because Animal Crossing isn't like you have a quest and you do A B C D and you unlock different things. Animal Crossing is like an open world one. Yeah, play Skyrim. You should play Skyrim. Should I? Yeah. That's the Fusoda one, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you're the dragonborn. I don't know. I don't feel like, I feel like. But then the I... game makes you kill a dragon. No. Okay. I'm not playing Skyrim. Like a dragon that helps you. No. Why would you do that? There are mods to, to make it so that that choice isn't, isn't stupid. Like what? That's lame. Yeah. You make friends with the dragon. Justice for Parthenax. See, that sounds like a dragon name. But yeah. I feel like if I played Skyrim, I'd want to stream it, but I won't, will never be as wholesome as that grandma oh, that streams Skyrim. I was say, like, that grandma yeah. streams Skyrim. <laughs> I mean, you can do, you can just, like, never touch the main quest in that game if you don't want to. After a certain point, like, you're on rails for a little bit, and then you can just do whatever you want. Oh, okay, legit. I don't know, maybe. Just wander around caves and kill trolls and stuff. Find treasure. I don't like find someone to marry. I don't like first person. I guess it's not a first person shooter because you don't have a gun. But like, I mean, you can have a bow and arrow. I guess first first person sword wielding game. Yeah. I don't like combat games. That's why I play Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing's wholesome. That's true. But we're, anyway, but yeah, we're from Dolly Genre. Go check out the Facebook <laughs> listener group, Fellowship of the Mic. I'll say it again for you because we just spent a little while on tangent. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to finish up the week. Bye. Bye.